Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we actually have a world traveler who's actually from Canada as well. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. Edith's from over there in the east in the Toronto area. And now she's actually in Budapest in Hungary in uh, Eastern Europe. And we have the pleasure of interviewing her about her travels, about her work, and about how you, too, can not just become a full-time digital nomad, but maybe a part-time digital nomad, maybe a summer digital nomad, maybe a winter digital nomad, maybe just like what he's doing right now. She's up for a few months in Canada. And uh, you know, that's the beauty of the, being a digital nomad is you can choose when to go, uh, where to go, and for how long to go. Uh, so Edith, uh, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better uh, if you want to share a little bit more about yourself. Excellent. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, as, uh, as you said, I'm a teacher from Canada, and teachers have many, many restrictions. So I noticed over the years that my bucket list is growing about I'd like to go here, I'd like to go there, and traveling become such a passion. So I created this part-time teaching idea for myself that while I still have a full-time teaching position, I started teaching online 2013 as a second job for universities and I'm, I'm working with teachers, teaching them qualification courses online while I'm traveling. Um, awesome. So uh, tell us about the, the, the journey you're on right now. So you're currently in Budapest area. Uh, walk us through when did you leave Canada, how long you're, you're in Europe, and when do you go back? Uh, I left Canada July 5th. Uh, my course actually started on July 4th. So what I did in order to travel with my course, I you set up your course because it's it's in the summer, you teach a whole semester, which is a four months of uh, curriculum, but you teach it in four weeks. So four weeks is very intense, but a lot of part of these courses are already set up, ready to go. So as long as I'm not evaluating, I was able to go to Frankfurt, enjoyed some traveling in England, Paris, and currently I'm in Budapest. My course will be closing this Friday, which will give me an entire freedom for the whole months of August to continue to travel. And my plans are for August to go to California and Costa Rica. Wow, it's going to be amazing, uh, you know, to be in that area of the world. Uh, so uh, walk us through what it means to be a, a summer digital nomad or part-time digital nomad or a seasonal digital nomad. So a part-time digital nomad is that I applied for a university. Uh, you can also do that for colleges. A lot of these places have links right on their website. They're looking for instructors because online teaching is becoming such a huge business that you don't need to have a PhD. You don't need to have a doctorate to teach online courses. They look for people, a lot of a lot of time with experience that they can offer so you can become a college instructor and teach the courses that you're so experienced with teach your skill set online to the world so what you need to know do is uh, 
just look for the area that that you're experienced in. Look for colleges that teach courses with that, or maybe you offer a college a course that you're passionate about, and you would be able to put it together and teach. And once you have that, once you have the first online teaching job, you will get more. Because once once you have this, I, I got my first one in 2013. And it's keeping me incredible busy to the point when now I'm looking at making a full-time uh, transition to my everyday work, to the online life. It, it, is, it is applying for positions that are already there. Mm. So it's, it's, you're, not, you're not working on your own. But as you're gaining these experiences, I also started creating my own courses. And, and I'm halfway through putting them on an Udemy. And that way, you're kind of tapping into both areas because you are an online instructor following a university curriculum. But you also have experience that you're able to put on, create your own course, put it on Udemy, put it on Teachable, or put it on your own website, sell your own course, and, and continue to be an online teacher and leave the benefit of the location-independent lifestyle. Yeah, you know, I actually have four uh, Udemy courses with our common friend Scott Patton. I highly recommend getting onto there. Uh, there's Thinkific, there's Teachable, uh, uh, several different other platforms. You can even do it on your own site and then just do a password protected and uh, access the course that way. You mentioned uh, you can actually work for someone else too as a teacher. Uh, what are some of the organizations that will actually hire online teachers? Um, I'm currently working for ETFO, which is a teacher federation, and they, they put together university courses for Canadian teachers. But there's lots of, because I'm Canadian, so I'm looking at Canadian universities, uh, Brook University, Queen University, Western University. It, wherever the area is you're at, you select the university that or college that you would like to be affiliated with and just say the university name and employment and you'll be able to find instructor position. Also, uh, there are websites like job bank type of website like indeed.ca and just sign up for uh, online instructor positions and you'll be amazed by what comes into your email box just constantly looking for online teachers. And that could be anything. That could be photography, that could be nursing, that could be engineering. Whatever your, your passion is, just look for the college. That just could be a community college in your neighborhood and look for that course online or create a course for it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I highly suggest that. I'm curious to know how you actually pick your destinations. Like, uh, you know, you mentioned, for example, now you're in Hungary, and then you'll be going to Costa Rica, California. Is there any uh, rhyme or reason or any methodology by how you pick the country, the destination to be semi-nomadic in? Uh, Europe is big for me. So I'll, uh, this is my second time going to Europe because I'm from Hungary. So my roots are here, and it gives me a chance to visit friends which also gives you a, a, a great low-budget uh, accommodation wherever you go. So I traveled all across England, France, Germany, uh, Hungary, just visiting friends while I'm, I'm traveling. 
uh, when I go to Costa Rica, I rent a house. I go into Airbnb or I, I go into um, people I know that they, they might have uh, connections for house renting. And if you rent something for long term, uh, it's a lot more beneficial than, than just go for a couple of days. Uh, California is simply I have two teenage boys and I enjoy travel with them. So last summer I did an online teaching course while I was in New York City for two weeks. And while I'm teaching, I'm also trying to have programs with my own teenage boys. So I asked them, where do you want to go? And they're giving me locations like one of them wanted to go to Japan, which is still on our list. The other one wanted to see New York City and the other one wanted to see to California. So we're going to California next week. It's, it's where your passion is. Right now, I have a long list of I would like to go there and we just keep chipping at it because I'm tired of just having the list grow. I'd like to start seeing that list decrease by us going all over the place and just visiting. It's purely passion. Uh, yeah, following our passion. That's all I could say. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, getting more longer-term accommodation. So we're here in Medellin, Colombia, and, um, you know, we're actually renting a condo. Uh, so for those of you watching, you can see a quick video tour here. So there are the kiddos there. Uh, Hello. Hello, guys. How are you? Good, yeah. <laughs> so they're just uh, busy watching some cartoons. Uh, you know, uh, it's pretty cool to stay in a longer-term accommodation because then you got your uh, living room, you got your dining room, you got your computer work area, um, and then you got the big master bedroom and the washroom. So it's been really good for us to stay in a like a longer-term accommodation, um, and it's also pretty cheap here. So where we are right now, it's actually in Medellin, Colombia, and we're paying for this place about. Um, I think it's roughly 100 US per week. I was able to find long-term accommodations in Costa Rica between 300 to 500 a month. Wow. Which is, which is an excellent, and it was again a big house. It has all the amenities that I need, and as long as I have internet, I can go. Well, you mentioned that, and that's obviously the biggest struggle for digital nomads is finding good Wi-Fi. Even as uh, we're doing this interview, you might have seen a little bit of video lag uh, because the upload speed isn't that strong for video streaming on Skype or Google Hangouts or Zoom, and also the audio streaming isn't perfect. Uh, it does the job. I mean, uh, um, overall, I can do it, but uh, definitely the upload speed needs to uh, uh, be higher. And uh, for those of you watching or listening, I highly recommend getting speedtest.net. Uh, uh, you can actually get the app and you can actually do a test to see how fast your internet is. Um, and that way, obviously, uh, you can choose the place that you're going to stay. Exactly. Uh, so, to end off here, I'm curious about your vision. Um, you know, you're based in Canada. You, you teach uh, uh, online, and you're, you know, obviously nomadic in the summer. Tell us about your vision going forward. Uh, you want to cut down on the bucket list items in terms of checking them off. What's your vision over the next few months, years, and beyond? Uh, I would like to continue to travel as much as I can, and I'd like to do it more like uh, hopefully I can I can do the California and Costa Rica in August um, we're probably gonna go somewhere over the Christmas but I wanna go to Peru and I would say the next two three years my goal would be to do this full-time and 
And uh, by that time, I have two teenage boys. By that time, they will be at university. So to me, when they go to university, I'll go and travel. That's, that's the plan. And, the, and I, I really admire you traveling with the kids. And I think that works really well. But there are certain ages when, when you can really do it well. My kids are currently in high school, just before university. So to take them and uproot them, that doesn't work right now. So that's why I, I travel on my own. July is always, I go wherever I want to go on my own. And August, I'll travel with my family. And it's usually what they pick. So they picked California, so we go there. But it's the combination of making everybody happy in your life and the combination of, of following everybody's wishes when you have, when you have children. You, with younger ones, it's easier. With teenagers, I find it's more negotiating. And uh, my long-term goal is just, just travel full-time while... And hopefully I can transition out of my, out of my uh, other job and build up more courses online that I'm planning to design and develop and put on Udemy and continue to teach for universities, colleges. And the combination of this will get me the, the freedom that I'm looking for. Sounds good. Definitely a great thing to have uh, in terms of the time freedom, the money freedom, and of course, location freedom. And uh, by the way, I just want to show people, uh, I was talking about the app earlier. Uh, so that's the speed test app. So you just click on the button here. Oh. So here you go. You click on the button and I'll show you. So if you're just listening to us on iTunes, uh, make sure you watch the video version so you can actually follow along to see what's happening. Uh, but basically, I'm just doing a quick demonstration of uh, how a speed test works. This is very important when you're traveling to actually do some kind of speed test. Uh, when you're actually staying at a place, maybe ask them to go to speedtest.net and actually to do the test themselves, and then you'll actually be able to see the results. So here we go. Let's see what the results are. Um, and it basically tests the, both the download and the upload. So um, generally what happens is uh, most uh, times the download speed's better and the upload speed's weaker. So you can download stuff, but when you're uploading, if you're doing things like coaching, consulting, um, uh, coaching, consulting, etc., then you need to have high upload. So you can see here, um, I believe it's only 1.31 upload and 3.6 download. So not good enough, but it's good enough for the interview. Uh, so thanks, everyone. Uh, Edith, if people wanted to uh, find out more about you, uh, what is the site or social media channels by which they can connect with you? Uh, they can connect with me at theonlineteacher.co or they can connect with me with the Digital Teacher Nomad Instagram account. And uh, I will include these links for you so you can post it. Yeah, so I'll have those links below. You can actually click through uh, right below and join, um, you know, and follow along Edith on her adventures as she goes uh, to Europe, uh, California, Costa Rica, and beyond. And, uh, you know, uh, she's been a great uh, wealth of info and expertise and experience in the area of, uh, you know, if you wanted to uh, teach online, uh, there's so many different outlets to do that. Uh, so thanks again for your time. Enjoy beautiful Budapest, and we'll catch up with you soon. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery where we teach you how to make an income while traveling the world. And uh, you know, make sure you connect with us also on our Facebook group 
We're a digital nomad mastery community. We have an active and engaged community on there. Uh, make sure you join the group, ask your questions. Uh, there are several of our guests on there as well. So once again, it's Digital Nomad Mastery Community. Uh, we're all over the web, uh, digitalnomadmastery.com, on YouTube, Digital Nomad Mastery, where you can watch the videos uh, on audio. We are on iTunes and all the different podcast directories. And uh, follow the hashtag, Digital Nomad Mastery. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Happy travels, and we'll catch up with you soon.